Hello and welcome everybody back to the Peak A-League podcast for the very first finals edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Gerald, and week one of the finals is here. Starts tomorrow night with Western United and Wellington at Amy Park. Can't wait for that, but um, got a lot more to get through before we talk about the finals. Now, first off, peak of the week. It's been sort of thrown into the middle of the show and stuff the last few weeks that I keep forgetting, but this one is pretty obvious. Um... On Monday night, Melbourne City had the opportunity to win the plate at home against Wellington, uh, which they did. Uh, but Melbourne Victory, obviously, uh, would, would be winning it if City didn't get all three points. So I'd say a good thousand Victory fans rocked up and packed out uh, the North End. Um, there was a few Wellington supporters mixed in there, but it was pretty much all Victory. It was, when, Vic, uh, when Wellington scored a goal, they panned over to the Victory fans, and it, it was... An odd sight to see, but yeah, very good. And uh, you would have hoped that City would have done the same if uh, if the shoe was on the other foot. And uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and I think, yeah, peak of the week there is, is they all came and had to watch their rivals lift the Premier's plate. I'm sure most of them had already cleared out, especially after City put two goals inside or on inside the first 10 minutes of the match. But um, yeah, City win the Premier's plate and uh, get that week off. Um, obviously, if they had have lost that game, um, I think they were actually still safe because Western United have absolutely shut the bed in the last couple of weeks, which we'll get to first. So on Wednesday, a real opportunity for Western to hit the front. Um, and they got a one-all draw against the Jets. They looked pretty good, an early goal from Anasu Bayou, and they were looking very nice, but um, just couldn't quite hold off against Newcastle. I felt like Newcastle were probably the better side throughout the game. They, they had more chances um, in that first half, and then ultimately, uh, yeah, got one to start the second half. So uh, that hurt Western, but then all of a sudden, uh, when it looked like the t- the title race might be all over, City went and lost two nil to Perth, um, which was just ridiculous. I mean, uh, Timmins with the brace, Glover obviously played a big part in that, especially with that second goal, knocking it in. Basically, um, we saw Sturridge on the bench there; he didn't play. Um, but uh, yeah, Perth with a win. After not winning in their last 16 games or something like that, they beat the eventual premiers. A really strange uh, moment there. On Thursday, Wellington solidified their spot in the top six with a 2-1 win over the Wanderers. Um, Piscopo scoring a lovely goal. He's hitting his form just in time for finals. Can't wait to watch him play this weekend. Uh, The Big Blue victory gave themselves a real shot at winning the plate after a 4-1 win over Sydney FC. Uh, in front of a really healthy crowd of, I think, 11,000. I did say I thought there'd be a good crowd for that final game in Cogra. And they, yeah, they did really well. The uh, the Pyro show was there. And um, fair play to security. They kind of just let it go, probably because it was the last game that Sydney's going to play there. They Yeah, they did well. Um, Channel 10 tweeted about it, and then they had to take it down, which was funny. But uh, we also saw 11,000 at the F3. It was a 2-0 win for Central Coast over the Jets. So again, great crowd heading into finals. Um, the Mariners don't play at home this week, but if they do win, they will get a home semi uh, on Wednesday. So that would be pretty exciting if they can get another crowd like that. Midweek isn't ideal, but for a final, surely they'll come. But it was Jason Cummings uh, again scoring. I mean, this guy is in ridiculous form. Um, he's all set for a big, uh, big game this weekend against Adelaide. On Sunday, we had MacArthur and Western Sydney. One all. I think I said nil all, but uh, yeah, not much better. There was probably... A thousand people here, and um, a bitter end to two seasons for those sides, both with real finals aspirations. I think I had them both in my top six preseason, and uh, yeah, just didn't live up to the hype. I mean, MacArthur were thereabouts for the best part of the season, but just really, really fell away late. 
And um, yeah, now looking for a new coach, probably looking for a few new players. Who knows? Like Tommy Urich, what's he doing? He hasn't played for a while. They've got a lot of guys. I think there's going to be like a big turnover at MacArthur in the offseason. So too for the Wanderers. We're already hearing they're shipping out Yugarkovic and Antonis potentially. Uh, and they're looking to bring in some big players. Lawrence Thomas was one of the big ones. So look, they're, they're, they've got the opportunity to go and rebuild. And they're a big club. They've got that appeal, you know, to, to maybe try and sign some big players. They need to do something because I think it's six or seven years without finals or something like that now. it's It's gotten... Far too long, and, and whether or not Mark Rudin's the man to take them forward, I don't know, but that's who it will be. Uh, on Sunday as well, West United's top two or plate hopes for Dash with a 2-1 loss to Adelaide. Again, scoring first, but uh, not able to hold on to that lead as they were earlier in the season. Um, so, yeah, Dylan Wenzel-Halls with the goal in the fifth minute. Um, the, the squad was pretty bare bones, and, and when they put the lineup out, I thought maybe we are in trouble. Um, obviously, Lustig is out. Diamante's gone for the season. They've rested LaCroix, I think because um, he was on. he's had a fair few yellow cards and probably just wanting to rest him um, for the finals. But, I mean, a win would have potentially given them a chance to make top two at that point. So, a bit disappointing. But in the end, I guess it wouldn't have mattered. Um, but yeah, a good performance for Adelaide. A fifth consecutive win. Um, some real momentum going into the finals. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And then uh, the final game, City 2-1 over Wellington, as we spoke about. Now, last week I said I'd like to see 10,000 there. They got 7,000. And probably, like I said, 1,000 of those were victory fans. So a little bit concerning. Uh, you'd really want those numbers to jump up for their home final next Saturday. Particularly um, if it is against... Uh, actually, no, they can't play Western United. Sorry, the finals... Thing is, the finals formats confused me a little bit, but uh, Brisbane and Sydney played out the final game in front of 1,700 very dedicated fans on a Tuesday night. A 3-1 win for Brisbane. Um, Sydney finish 8th, I believe, yeah. So 31 points, they finished 8 points out of the 6, um, 13 points from the bottom, So and and just uh, seven, 5 points sorry, from the bottom too. So a pretty poor season for Sydney. Um, all season long, you know, they were in the six, but they had played a few more games in Wellington and Central Coast and stuff. So eventually it caught up with them as we sort of expected it to. But um, yeah, I predicted them to win their last two games and finish sixth and they uh, they severely let me down. But um, nonetheless, we'll start talking about the finals. First up, Western United and Wellington Phoenix. Now, Western all season long were talked about as a potential plate winner. They were in the box seat, I'd say, six weeks ago. Um Albeit they had games in hand, like City were always on top, but they had the games in hand and uh, they just bottled a lot of those uh, opportunities. I think um, their recent form isn't great. I think just two wins out of the last five or six. Um, now on head-to-head, Western United really historically struggles against Wellington. Uh, this season has been 4-1 down in Ballarat, 2-1 in uh, Wollongong and then 1-0 in Geelong in the FFA Cup, although those were both heavily rotated squads. Last season... 3-0, uh, 1-all, and 3-2. So, once again, not great. And then the first season, it was 2-0 to Wellington, 3-1 to Wellington. Uh, the very first game these two teams played was Western United's first game. was 1-0 to Western United. But So, it's been, I don't know what's that, seven or eight meetings in a row without a win for Western United. This is their absolute biggest bogey side. Um, this season, they've struggled to beat victory, but historically, they've, they've done all right. So, Wellington is the team they just cannot beat at the moment. Seven wins, one draw... Uh, one loss for Wellington in the history. So um, they love it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I, I am obviously a little bit worried <laughs> about my team's future. Um, 
with this one. But I, I, I am tipping Western United to win this. They'll get LaCroix back. Unfortunately, it looks like Lustig is done for the whole season. Risden will probably be back for next week. You'd really hope so anyway. I think he just stabilizes that back line a lot better. But um, yeah, it'll be that Jamie Young, Garuccio, LaCroix, um, Top or Stanley in my back four. You'd probably expect it to be, without Lustig, I suppose like Kryn and Kilkenny in central midfield. On the wings, Payne and Wales. And then either Wales will play that number 10, they'll have Parise on the right, or they'll play Wales on the wing. And then Dillman's or Hall's in that 10 roll, maybe. Prijevic up front, obviously. It's a pretty strong side. I don't know if it's the best side in the league anymore, especially with those injuries. Um, but it's still a very strong side. And I think in front of the home fans, I don't know what the crowd's going to be like. I did ask on Twitter during the week what people thought the pass mark would be. I think the general consensus is about 6,000. Now, I bought my ticket yesterday, which to be fair um, was... Actually, no, I think I bought it on the Wednesday, the first day of sales. It was at 300, about eight hours after the tickets had, had come out. So it's not ideal, but... Um, I'm sure a lot of other people were getting them. That was still what was in the, the member-only pre-sale. But I mean, if it's 3,000 or something, it would it would really raise some eyebrows. Um, so I hope they get a bigger crowd. They were doing some work at schools today. I'm not sure if that was, you know, an opportunity to pass out some free tickets. I don't really care. I think just get as many people to the game as possible. They've only opened up like the two ends. Obviously, that's all general admission except for the active bay. Uh, and then the TV side wing, that's where all the other seats are. And then I think the alcohol-free bait is on the other side. But uh, it's so they're pretty much, they're not opening level two. They're not opening the non-broadcast side except for that one bay for alcohol-free. And then, yeah, they've got that one TV side opened up for premium seats and that sort of thing on the wing. So a crowd of 6,000 would be okay. Um, it is a Saturday night. You know, there's not a lot of excuses. So uh, hopefully we can see a, a big crowd there. I think the result will be 2-0 to Western United. I just think... They've had far too good of a season to just piss it away. I mean, even though Wellington have made the six, they haven't actually been in uh, great form either. Um, they've sort of just fallen in because MacArthur and Sydney have absolutely, you know, just fallen right away. So, um, yeah, hoping for the best for West United. If they win, they'll play uh, Melbourne City next week. Yeah, why did it? No, they play victory. So they play the, because City plays the lowest ranked side. So if Western win, they'll play victory. If Wellington win, they'll have to play City. Um so yeah, as I said last week, it's not ideal for Weston having to play the home and away leg both at Amy Park against Melbourne Victory because essentially it's just going to be two home games for Victory. Um, I really hope that the Weston fans can get out to those games though in, in decent numbers. It'd be good to have at least a couple thousand there for those. But um, yeah, that is that. Moving on to the other elimination final. This is the real exciting one. It's Adelaide and Central Coast, fourth versus fifth. Both teams coming in having won five games in a row. Um, you know, Central Coast were gone. They were 11th a couple of months ago and they've had a massive resurgence. They finished 12 wins, 6 draws and 8 losses. Uh, a pretty strong result for them. Just one loss less than Western United. Um, also, one loss more. And uh, yeah, healthy goal difference of 14, the third best in the league. It's, it's been a really good season for them. Unfortunately, they have to go to Cooper Stadium to play this one. Uh, and I think just because of that, I mean, I love Adelaide's side this season. It's full of class. It's full of excitement. Um, and I think Craig Goodwin and, and his team will get over the line, I'll say 2-1 to Adelaide and in, in, in probably another edition of the Adelaide Late Show. It would be very exciting. That would mean they'll play Melbourne City uh, first leg on Wednesday. So, I don't know. I suppose that's it, really. We've wrapped it all up. I th I, those are my predictions. And I, I think, you know, obviously I'll, I'll have another uh, episode up in time for Tuesday's first semi-final. 
Um, all the games will be on Channel 10 or 10 Bold. I think there's only two on Channel 10, but they're all going to be on free-to-air TV. So it's not like it's like 10, you have to go to 10 Play to watch it. They'll be on people's TV screens, which is great for ratings during the week as well. An almost strong contestant for peak of the week was the uh, the mini Azuzu Ute carrying the, the match ball. That was pretty cool. Um, also, like half the players in that photo shoot, like Matt Simon, Diamante, and... Maybe the other four. Anyway, those guys aren't playing, and it's just funny that they would use them. I think they're all the captains, but I don't know. I don't. Is Ryan Kiddo their captain? I have no clue since Stefan Moore uh, left. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. It's a it's a really massive test now for the A League. And uh, what was confirmed during the week I heard was that if it's an all like obviously if a Melbourne team's hosting the grand final, which I think is almost um, guaranteed, well, if Western United. Um, win this weekend, it will have to be in Melbourne because the top three sides will all still be, you know, Melbourne base and the highest winning or the highest play side gets the final. So if it is in Melbourne, sorry, I'm getting off track. If it is in Melbourne, it will 100% be at Amy Park. And so if it's a Melbourne victory and Melbourne City game, I mean, is that big enough? I suppose during the season, they've been just shy of 20,000 on all of uh, the, the derbies, I think around 16 to 19 in the three of them. But a grand final means more corporates coming it means just more fans in general jumping back on the bandwagon. But I suppose the question is, would they fill out uh, Marvel Stadium at 55,000? Probably not. So maybe it's better to have 30,000 or probably like 28 or something packed in. I think I think the A-League Grand Final will always sell out, especially there. If it's Western United and City, maybe not. But um, uh, yeah, I think a Melbourne Derby Grand Final would be huge. And, and honestly, as much as I, I love Western and I want us to go through, it would be massive for the A-League. Uh, and, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. That would be my backup option. Um, if Western do not make it, but um, yeah, that is all for this week. A nice short, sharp episode, just sort of chatting about the finals and and what I think will happen. I think it'll be Adelaide and City, uh, Western United and Victory, and I am absolutely terrified for that. But uh, yeah, enjoy the football this weekend, and I'll see you all next week. Also, Australia Cup qualifiers are on, but uh, Perth lost to Newcastle. They gave the free tickets out, and, and someone, I think it was Vandy, was tweeting about last time they opened up the doors, they got 16,000. They got 1,000 people, like 1,000 flat. So pretty rough. But anyway, the, the Wanderers play uh, Brisbane tonight. So who knows what will happen there. But yeah, anyway, have a good weekend. Goodbye. I'm just rambling.